Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hello and welcome to another Toonami pre-flight uh, after a scheduled week off mm, oh due yeah, to we traveling. Off. We were off last week. We were indeed. Um, we were in Japan. When possible, we try to uh, record ahead, but sometimes that's not possible because it takes a while to put all this, <laughs> this magic up and all this. All this magic doesn't just happen. It's made. It's a lot of effort. There's a lot of little elves spreadsheet. that you're not seeing. Little gnomes that work on everything. Gil, in fact, is run entirely by a system of levers and pulleys, and there are gnomes in there. So he he's actually an automaton. Yeah. Clockwork Gil. Something I, kn- I knew for years, but only recently discovered was true. And I thought we were going to keep that between us. No, I can't. I had to let the people know. Fair enough. He's just a system of levers and pulleys. Yeah. No real soul. Other than the aggregate gnome souls, it's not a truck. It's, it's not a series of tubes. It's a series of tubes. Well, <clears throat> today we're going to talk about sports, which is a topic that is near and dear to your heart. Not near and dear far, to my heart. Far away. I will say In that celebration of March Madness. You wanted to do an all sports yeah, episode. Yeah. I think I represent uh, most of our certainly tsunami viewership. In that. Um, Entertainment for me was a way out of having to be a part of the traditional structure of when you grow up as a young male in the 70s, you're very much encouraged to play sports and be into sports and be a dude and like dude stuff like sports. And um, I never, ever had even the slightest interest in any of that. My coaches used to be really sad that they couldn't. One coach told me if I had... What did he say? If I had three months with you, I could turn you into Schwarzenegger. And I was like, I don't want to be Schwarzenegger. Um, My coaches were always very sad that I wasn't going to be a football player. Um, What did the guy at the um, Graciela tell you that day? (laughs) If if you're not killing people (laughs) for a living, you're doing the wrong. Oh, yeah. He told me. uh, Yeah. But I mean, so clearly as a person uh, with some physical stature, I was pushed towards sports. But I don't the like... The worst way to ever get Jason to do anything. Or, Push him towards it. Or Gil, by the way. Uh, I was Telling me I shouldn't do something is the best way. You're, the same, you're exactly the same. You're a contrarian to yeah, your that's core. That's not true. All those gnomes That's don't not get true along. at all. 
See? Um, but I was pushed towards sports and very much resisted because I don't generally like group dynamics. And for me, it's not sports that I don't like. It's sports fans. Sports are actually, whenever I'm able to watch a sport or play like, you know, basketball or whatever, it's always super fun. Like, I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then I spend 10 minutes watching it on television and the machine and the fandom around sports sure. just bums me out to the point where I'm just, I change the channel. I'm just like, I can't fucking stand this. Sport fans truly are the worst humans on earth. It's even so, worse when you go in person. So Gil... Funnily enough, is somewhat of a sports fan. I would say Gil is the rare person. He's, he's less of a sports fan than he was when I first met him. But he is the very rare person that is fluent in both sports and sporto language and sporto stuff and also nerd entertainment. He can kind of stra- he straddles both worlds without really committing to either one in sure. classic Gil fashion. Yeah. So... Why don't you talk a little bit about your sports fandom? Because when we first started Toonami, you, Dennis, our other Toonami writer, and Sean Akins used to come get together every day. Part of the daily ritual was watching ESPN multiple times Sports Center, yeah. usually on a loop. Like so the same Sports Center t- talking about the same stories every half hour or an hour. Over and over and over for the whole morning, and then so, you guys sometimes would, they would you would each talk nine, about over, you would yeah. each go into each other's offices because I would hear all these conversations and talk about that day's baseball, that day's basketball. It was mostly baseball, basketball, and football with a little side order of hockey, and then Dennis would sometimes bring up soccer. Yeah, but that was every day, and you used to have two TVs in your house so you could watch a game. Or more than one game at a time. Uh, I never really... You well, played that's video games, and then you watched on the football game, and then you would this, sometimes in watch... In the pre-real internet days, and yeah. the legitimate pre-internet days, I would bring... I would have three televisions for the <laughs> New Year's Day bowl games. Right. Which Normally, it was only ever two. And which, I did at one point say, I will never live in a house that doesn't have two televisions. <laughs> Which, and then all it took was getting married to change that well, yeah, uh, policy. Uh, yeah. But I would play a video game well, on picture, one and then watch. Now, so. uh, picture on picture was what yeah, I was at. I know. But so you, I had a television sitting on top of another. So television. what happened to your sports fandom aside from you don't have as much time that's just you alone? Obviously, your wife and her viewing preferences still, come into play. But. Yeah, I mean, I still watch a lot. In terms of interacting, It does. it's just tiresome after a while. Um fantasy football eventually it sucks people just suck the joy out of everything i think is the shorthand version of it fantasy football but, is just D for people that are afraid to say they like D. yeah that's all it is um yeah it's irl D. um but uh the internet just changed the way i mean that's why nobody watches espn anymore but like you know to have to have the conversation like do you know it's like yeah the whole world found out five seconds later. Yeah. Like, and you can watch clips if you were so inclined. So, like, all the time. seeing as opposed to you literally wouldn't know something happened or see it if you weren't watching that on a loop. We we say all this so that we can preface our preferences for what kind of sports stuff we like with by our background. So, mine is I don't like sports, and Gills is he does like sports. Yes. So. Let's start with today's show that we're going to talk about, which is about a particular sport, and it's called Ping Pong, the animation. 
and they're going to change that title card to reflect Ping Pong the Animation is the title of the show. To separate it um, Anime being such a crazy, broad uh, medium by which all kinds of stories are told, there are multiple shows about Ping Pong that have been made in anime. This particular one we're going to talk about, Ping Pong the Animation, was from a manga that then was made into a live-action film in 2002, which I saw when it came out and really loved. Yeah. And it was a big hit. It was a, it was a, I believe it was a Hong Kong film. And it was a big hit and uh, across Asia. And they even made toys. I have some Kubricks that are ping-pong toys. So this is, that was adapted from the manga as well. And then 12 years later in 2014, uh, Masi Yuasa, Masi? Maki, Maki, Masi Yuasa. No, I think it's Masi. Now it's I can't do it now that you I'll said look it. it up. Masasi Yuoka. Uh, yeah, well, I'm going to look it up. That's almost right. That's still not. Uh, right. Anyway, uh, this Yuasha. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> we got to look it up now it. because we're stupid. Um, this show came out, and I think it's uh, one of we put it on the paste anime list because it is Masaki Yuasa. Yeah, I was right, Masaki Yuasa. Um, Masaki Yuasa, who did Kick Heart, he's best known right now for Devil Man Crybaby. He also did uh, Mind Game, which we showed on Toonami. He's sort of a visionary anime director who's got a very unusual style that's all his own. Uh, he did a Space Dandy episode. So we've shown his work before. We haven't shown Ping Pong the Animation yet. Um, but this is a limited series that basically details the manga, but directed by somebody that's a super like auteur in the world of anime um so this is about two characters one named smile and one named pico and they're peco or and they're ping pong um up and coming ping pong kids and they are training for um you know world championship because ping pong is huge in asia uh, especially china but it's it's huge all across asia um so Pecco is sort of a smart-ass, goofy kid who's really good at ping-pong, um, but has trouble when he's messed with by his arch-rival, and his arch-rival just destroys him, and it rips away his confidence. And then Smile is Pecco's best friend, and Smile is sort of a quiet, shy player who doesn't always win, but his coaches know from watching him play that he has the potential to actually be better than Pecco or anybody else. He just doesn't have the confidence. And whenever he plays Pecco, he basically lets himself lose. So the show is about these two friends bringing out the best in each other and figuring out how they, in classic sports story arc... Yeah, how, it's, it's almost not even really a sports... It's more of a slice of yeah. life. It's more of a slice of life anime about these two friends about being in high school about all the challenges you go through as a young person trying to get good at something um and trying to be figure out who you are while you're also doing something in the, yeah. ca in the case of ping pong you're spending all your time on something that's intensely um you know that's intense work essentially um but it's a fascinating show and it's really good it's got some really great um i mean it's got some totally weird and really awesome animation and it manages to make ping pong exciting, which I think is not an easy task if you're not already a ping pong fan. Right. Um, they make every match. I mean, every sports show follows the same flow where it's, it's also like, really fast. So it's like a tournament is an episode. It's not yeah. like yeah. Dragon Ball style of like <gasps> getting ready to go. Yeah. 
and like that Peko is his whole life is ping pong and then he loses his like fuck it yeah um I think and now what do I want to do with my life which I think is at 17 yeah um so why don't we check out the trailer for ping pong the animation and then we'll look at a scene he looks down on us all that's why he's playing in so many matches nobody on our team's good enough to practice again lay off Emota what's with the permanent frown anyway I try to avoid emotional extremes even then, he never smiled. He's dumb, Peiko. I can't teach him. He just keeps sucking. But when I showed him how to play ping pong, the dude smiled like crazy. Do you think I'll ever be like you, Peiko? Bring it. That's out. When did you learn to play like this? Starting today, I don't want you thinking about anything other than table tennis. I'm not interested in shiny medals. That's not why I play. Your boy sure breaks the mold, doesn't he? Incredibly talented. <laughs> he doesn't give a lick about winning. No napping, Skimoto. Hey, you can't leave. Better respond to that crap. And here I thought I was doing right by the boy. Setbacks and defeats. Isolation and turmoil. You feel it, right? You feel it chasing you. The hero appears. The hero appears. That's it, boy. Prove you can return it. The hero appears. The hero appears. There are no heroes. Are you kidding? I'm the hero of this story, and don't you dare forget it. Peiko, do you believe in heroes? <laughs> You're just messing with me, right? The hero appears. The hero appears. The hero appears. Can I be like you? Because I want to be. So just a cool, I mean, it's like nothing else. The music, yeah. the music is like nothing else. Like it really sticks out like a sore thumb from the regular anime landscape. And um, it's short. It's like a, te- 11, it's 11 episodes. 11 so episodes, yeah. it's, you can binge. get through it. You can binge, man. Um, and there's um, the, the captain rich guy who's dealing with, who's got the, girlfriend and seemingly has it all and then has anxiety issues uh, Ryochi and um, the Chinese player like there's a lot of interesting character cool cast of characters an ensemble indeed um, so let's check out a scene and this is one of the coaches taking on I believe smile ずしましたよ。今僕。でもリターンしたもんね、したもんね、したもんね。ワンラブ、ワンラブ。大人げないっすよ、先生。強い。怒るか、ミスターチキモト。いや、君は萎縮する。投資を剥き出しに挑む相
クロート絶望こりゃ棺桶に片足突っ込んだじいさんの虚無と堕落プレーでねえぞファイブラン教えてあげるよミスター月ごとエイトラン君の甘さを勝つための強い心を So, pretty avant garde approach to a, <laughs> to a show about ping pong.、Um, but well worth your time if you haven't checked it out. It's on Crunchyroll、um, and it's out there on Blu ray. I own the Blu ray, but it's,、um, you can stream it, download it, whatever. And so I urge you to do so. If you liked, especially Mind Game or Kick Art or any of the other things we've、yeah. shown, this is probably one of his、if、more accessible works. Yeah, if you're not into necessarily sports anime, also don't let that. If you've seen Devil Man Cry Baby and you're looking for more, this is a good choice.、Um, so that leads us to our question of the week, which was What's your favorite sports movie?、Um, and for me, that's a short list because I think sports movies are mostly like romantic comedies. They're usually quite formulaic just because of the nature of.、Yeah. You know, any sport is going to be somebody rising to defeat somebody else. You know, like that's、right. the arc. Yeah,、so. I think if it's not a documentary, then it's. Yeah, not usually. It's the really compelling. It's short hero's journey. Yeah.、Um, so, uh, but uh, there are still some, some、uh, sports movies I really love, even though I don't love sports, because that's the power of film.、Um, so,、Damn. for instance, My least favorite sport of all sports, the one I truly despise, is baseball. I hate baseball. I think it's boring as shit, and I think its fans are even more boring. So if you love baseball, I don't think you're a boring person, but this particular thing you like, I think, is very boring.、Um, so, but even with all that said, this movie is a great movie, and it makes me give a shit about baseball for two hours, which is just. Incredible.、Uh, and that is, of course, The Natural、uh, from the 80s, sometime in the 80s. I don't remember when. That is, of course,、when. Sandlot. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Look at oh, the Sandlot. Jesus.、Um, and, of course, it stars Robert Redford.、Um, I think it's Sidney Pollock directed it, right? Yeah. Sidney Pollock. I believe so.、Uh, Music by Randy Newman,、uh, an incredible score by Randy Newman. I'm not even a big Randy Newman fan, but the score is iconic.、Um, and this is essentially what this movie is is the idea of the hero's journey and icon building told through the lens of sports, but, but elevated, like, not elevated, but like <laughs> just. Pushed to the most ridiculous level where, like, every scene of Robert Redford, it's like, here comes a hero. Like,、yeah. it's like the most over the top epic a, telling. It's of, a movie of the、uh, Chariots of Fire. Yeah, like, like, it's fucking crazy. But it works if you buy it. Like, when you're, wa- when you're watching the movie, you fall into it and you actually find yourself giving a shit. So it all culminates in. This big ending where Robert Redford's character, who has、uh, he has great amount of talent and skill, and is taken out of the game early on by a woman who shoots him,、uh, a black widow, and a literal black widow. <laughs> and then、um, later on, he comes back to play again.、Uh, but he's playing with this. This is so fucking ridiculous. It tells you how ridiculous this movie is, really, when you think about it. He's playing with this injury where he shouldn't. Like, 
exert himself too much because the bullet's still lodged in there from when he got shot. But he's playing through the pain at the end, uh, and they're here at the World Series or whatever the fuck it is. And I think that's what it's called. He's got a. Well, I didn't know if in this movie it's the World Series or whatever, yeah, but the big so game. He alone has taken this little team that's doing shitty and fucking dragged them through his raw skill. And they now all believe in themselves because he brings out the goodness in everybody because he's Jesus Christ as a baseball player. So like Jesus Christ, he's bleeding from the rib, uh, but he is going to just do. They went deep. If you read about it, it's all in. It's all in there. Um, He uh, has to get the final home run. And we've seen this scene a hundred fucking times in a hundred movies, and you pretty much know what's going to happen every time. And they managed to make this thrilling, even watching it now, having seen the movie several times, because the score and the photography and everything just works so well. It's just myth building on an epic scale. So let's check out him winning the final home run in The Natural. Let's play ball. I don't think those bases were 90 feet apart in the so, book yeah. he strikes out and they're like yeah, yeah in the book the book is all based on a novel he strikes out which honestly for the story he's th- that they were telling makes the most sense because it's not supposed to be about yeah. that he won it's yeah. supposed to be about that he learned something Tried about again. himself and it's yeah, not and yeah grew. the trying is worth right. it you know that's the <laughs> point of the book the <laughs> movie's like, like nah winning is yeah. all that matters and they made the right choice for the movie but like he didn't just defeat Sauron, he won a fucking baseball game, but they made it seem like holy shit, he blew up the Death Star and that's why it's a good movie. 
next up is a movie that's since been overshadowed by its TV version, which is equally great, I would say, and that's of course Friday Night Lights, um, based on the book by Buzz Bissinger, uh, noted leather fanatic. Um, that book is really boring. Too. Yeah, uh, I never read the book. Um, it reads like a like a history textbook. Yeah, why on earth would I read a book about fucking football? But anyway, um, however. Peter uh, Berg, who is a cousin of the guy who wrote the novel, optioned his book because he found it fascinating. And it, the book is about the year in the life of a team, a West Texas football team, for whom the whole town revolves around football. Because if you're not, if you don't live in the South, uh, you might not know that high school football down here is a fucking huge deal culturally. Particularly in West Texas, but also pretty much everywhere in the South. Culturally, it's a huge deal. So whole towns will revolve around it, and they're like you'll find a town of like five thousand people, and the arena holds fifty thousand because people come from everywhere. To so this is a, a year in the life of this team. And what Peterberg did that I think is pretty brilliant is he shot this in a totally naturalistic sort of style multi-camera going at the same time letting the actors sort of just be in the moment didn't do a lot of heavy blocking or anything like that and then he got the band explosions in the sky to do the music and sort of completely went the other direction from every other bombastic football movie and i think he was trying to sort of make make it about the journey of these kids and he did a really good job um so the tv show went off of that same approach and had five seasons of yeah. really great television. And so I think that's a toss-up who's the better coach, whether it's Billy Bob in this movie or uh, Kyle it's, Chandler. It's Kyle Chandler. For Kyle sure. Chandler's great, but Billy Bob is the... I would say Billy Bob comes across he's, more like a Southern yeah, football yeah, coach. Like sure. Billy Bob is how these guys really are. So um, this is a clip... Uh, this of his learning his, yeah, his, knees his key speech. Every sports movie has a moment where the coach or the mentor of the hero has to sort of call them to mat, you know, call them to task, and be like, "Here's what you got to do: get your head right." You know, there's always one of those. So to me, this is one of the better versions of that speech um, that I've ever seen. So let's check that out. It's real simple. You got two more quarters and that's it. Now most of you have been playing this game for 10 years. And you got two more quarters and after that most of you will never play this game again as long as you live. Now you all have known me for a while and for a long time now you've been hearing me talk about being perfect. Well I want you to understand something. To me, being perfect is not about that scoreboard out there. It's not about winning. It's about you and your relationship to yourself and your family and your friends. Being perfect is about being able to look your friends in the eye and know that you didn't let them down because you told them the truth. And that truth is, is that you did everything that you could. There wasn't one more thing that you could have done. Can you live in that moment as best you can with clear eyes and love in your heart? With joy in your heart? 
If you can do that, gentlemen, then you're perfect. I want you to take a moment and I want you to look each other in the eyes. I want you to put each other in your hearts forever because forever is about to happen here in just a few minutes. I want you to close your eyes and I want you to think about Booby Miles who is your brother and he would die to be out there on that field with you tonight and I want you to put that in your hearts boys my heart is full my heart's full Ivory Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Forgive us our temptations, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, power, and glory, and forever. Let's go run through a fucking brick wall! (laughs) So, uh, Gil likes that speech. Um... I fun fact when I watched that movie the first time I did it on a plane because I was like fucking football movie I mean I guess I'll watch it on the plane and at one point in the movie probably Booby Miles gets his diagnosis that he's not going to be able to play football um, the guy next to me on the plane was crying and I looked over and he was watching the movie and he was at the same place I was and I was crying we are both like it's there's, a good fucking movie man there's no we were both fucking like, way you can watch oh. that scene and not um, but it, get it's a hell of a movie and they don't again it's not about winning because they don't win it's so close yeah it's it's a great movie though um, so uh, finally uh, I am going to talk about what I think is the greatest sports movie of all time and that is Martin Scorsese's Raging Bull one of the greatest movies of all time uh, definitely De Niro's best performance, which is saying something, because before he turned into a sellout comedy guy, he put in some of the best performances anyone's given on film. Yeah, if anybody's earned sellout comedy, he old earned man, it. He... he earned it, but doesn't change. Yeah, what he's doing. <laughs> um, it's a long, long way from Raging Bull to I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? Although that was one of the better. Yeah. That, to, to fucking the third Boris one and, of those movies. Yeah, the third one. Uh, but anyway, so whatever, De Niro, you did you did good. We'll give you a pass. Uh, don't worry, you can rest easy, pal. <laughs> That's a constant <laughs> well, free flight. Well, yeah, you sure. take you can take it easy. You got our seal of approval. So uh, Scorsese was at the end of his rope. He was just coming off of a major coke addiction. Uh, his big musical had flopped. Uh, and he, for some reason, was interested in the story of Jake LaMotta, who was a, a real-life um, boxer who uh, box was the only person to defeat Sugar Ray Robinson back in the day uh, and became sort of a cautionary tale because he boxed himself well past his prime because he, he just was a complete maniac and ran his life terribly. And then he ended up doing this weird sort of um, 
like vaudeville chitlin circuit sort of thing in his later years. So the movie starts off with him in his later years and then flashes back to his career as a young boxer. And Robert De Niro famously gained 60 pounds to play the older Jake LaMotta. Um, and so Jake LaMotta is basically just a complete horrible maniac who beats his wife and is just a total nut. And the fascinating thing about him is that he just refuses to quit. And that's why people are fascinated with, I think, his boxing. Because he wasn't better than Sugar than Sugar Ray Robinson in any way, but he could take more punishment. And I think the movie's point is he took that punishment because he knew somewhere deep inside he was a flawed horrible person and deserved it on some level so yeah it's not the rocky like yeah it's super catholic super catholic and super italian and as an italian who was raised catholic i totally get it so let's look at the this is i think this is a clip from raging bull um i'm not sure if it's a clip or a trailer but either way here's something from raging bull round number 13 the hard luck number there's the buzzer and I think you know both the boys. Robinson hurting LaMotta. He's hurting him now. He has LaMotta on clear street, holding on. Well, certainly that was one of the most damaging evidences of punching that you have seen in recent years. Come on! Come on! Come on! Robinson, apparently tired, punched with a fairly well and rocked Jake LaMotta right to the field. Of the world has changed hands. And there you see it. 
a champion gone down to defeat. So that's, of I feel course, like if you're going to stop that fight, you probably should have stopped it a little sooner. That's, of course, the famous line, you never got me down, Ray, which is his way of saying, you may have defeated me technically, but you didn't do what you, what you thought you'd be able to do, which was knock me out. Um, and that pretty much encapsulates Jake LaMotta. But some of the best editing ever from Thelma Shoemaker, who's, of course, a legend for good reason. Um, so those are some of my favorite sports movies. And we haven't seen Robert De Niro's upcoming The War with Grandpa, so we might oh, shit. withhold best <laughs> is performance that a ever. Is movie? <laughs> no. Evidently, upset that he has to share his room he loves with his grandfather, Peter decides to declare and then the IMDb thing. But That's is that different from the horny grandpa movie he made like a year or two before with I, Zach Efron? I, I don't think it's the same. Grandpa bad, fucks. Bad grandpa. I just called it grandpa fucks. This grandpa fucks. This grandpa fucks. Anyway. You know that movie exists. This grandpa, I'm sure it does, and I don't want to. I don't want to I mean, do any that, research. I feel certain that it exists. I guess I'm not going to look that shit up. No way, no Certainly how. Not on my work phone. It's um, called Lemon Party, I believe. All right, now we're officially done. Uh, first for me is Hoosiers, David Anspa, also director of Rudy. Um, like that guy's whole claim to fame is, <laughs> I do sports movies from Middle America, baby. That's yeah. my shit. I do grainy. Sports movies for Middle America. Hey, yeah. Rudy's a football movie. It is. Do you like Rudy? Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Fuck Notre Dame. Um, I don't know what that means, but okay. Notre Dame is a college. I'm aware of what Notre Dame is, but I don't know why you're saying fuck Notre Dame. He plays for Notre Dame? Fuck Notre yeah, Dame? Yeah, no, no, no. I get that part. Ergo. Why you don't like Notre Dame as a sports institution, I don't know. Oh, good. That's what I mean. Fuck them. Okay. Um... I'll accept this premise. Coach Dale, played by the great Gene Hackman, uh, is, we don't know in the beginning, a disgraced basketball coach who goes to this tiny town of Hickory, Indiana, uh, to be a, I think he's a... Pedophile. No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Uh, I was just taking well, a shot. But t- pos- I'm, okay, I can't maybe. say no. All right. Okay. That's not the point of the movie. <laughs> um... What the fuck? He's like a history teacher or something, but he also is a basketball coach. Um, and so he has a very distinct style of coaching in this small town. Lives and breathes basketball. They're all farmers and they're dumb white hicks like all the people on the screen here, not Gene Hackman. Um, and let's just say that the town doesn't really appreciate His the style. way he uh, coaches. And he ends up building a team. He recruits... Jimmy, who was currently not playing basketball, which they still never really explain why. I mean, the assistant principal has him focusing on school, but if you're in a town that really lives and breathes basketball and you're the best basketball player and you're still playing, not playing basketball, this doesn't seem really realistic. Mm. But anyway, once Jimmy gets back on the team, they start winning. But before that happens, this scene that we're about to watch showcases what Coach Dale, how committed he is to his philosophy to the game. and to the team. Going for Ray. 
philosophy is near and dear to my heart <clears throat> spoiler alert they win the big game at the end yeah it's a crowd please uh next up is uh 2000 boaz yakin writer of dirty dancing havana nights this is great <laughs> remember the titans <laughs> don't hit boaz like that man you just punched him <laughs> right in the gut that shit's fucked up this movie blows putting it out there go ahead space change my mind why well you started with boaz directing dirty dancing Amanda this movie Knight. is <laughs> fucking fair. marginal it's better than fine but i still like it a lot there are moments that i appreciate tremendously you like denzel a lot and it was shot in atlanta being denzel, big denzel fan there uh, i am if he'd gone on a killing spree, I think it would have been even better, but <laughs> within the limitations of a sports He could work maybe. at Home Depot and then do coaching yeah. and then kill people and just rotate those three jobs. Yes. Being equally great at each one. I mean, he's Denzel. Yeah. Um, this is ba- it's based on a true story, but evidently they changed most of the things, so I think for that purpose it doesn't really even matter. But uh, in the early 70s, this is a school that has been recently integrated and it's not going particularly well, I would say, based on the town's it's overall It's like a whole field. subgenre of sports film is the, basically, the the black team yeah. first getting their chance is like a whole other genre because every single fucking American sport right. had a time when they were like, we hate the black team, yeah. and, you know, and then the black it's team called have to... every year before... Now, it's called history. Ten anyway, years from sorry. now. Um, Didn't mean to sidetrack. Didn't you... I, you, I'm trying the first to thing out of your mouth was this movie, movie blows. Well, I'm right. I'm right. Sorry. Go ahead. Coach Boone. God damn, I never do that right. Uh, fuck it. Let's just watch the scene. Coach Boone. It's even the trailer. I couldn't. The scene was Co- all fucked up. Coach on, Boone. On uh, YouTube. So. Coach Boone with a Hitler mustache. <laughs> 
You got your audience. Hope you're satisfied. (laughs) Here we go. You smile. Why are you smiling? Football's fun. You think football is fun? Yes, no. No? Certainly. uh, It was fun. Not anymore, though, is it? Is it? No, not by No, it's not fun anymore. Not even a little bit. Zero fun, sir. All right. Coach Boone's school board made the decision to put you on my staff. I did not hire you. Well, I came up here to coach you. I didn't have to be assigned to your staff, so I guess we're both in a situation we don't want to be in. If they keep on playing like that, we'll lose every game. But I can guarantee you this, Coach. I come to win. We will be perfect in every aspect of the game. Get up, boy, get up, get up, get up. We're still weak on the left side. We're not weak on the left side. It's not the problem. What is the problem? I don't need you up on my face all the time. I don't care if you like each other or not, but you will respect each other. I want you to tell me something about one of your teammates. I'm rooming with Blue, sir. He wears those leopard-spotted underwears, bikini style, sir. Okay, maybe somebody who's not your woman. Each one of you will spend time every day with a different teammate. Huh? They're gonna make a big star out. Does the term cruel and unusual punishment mean anything to you? If you lose a game, they'll fire you. One game, just like that. Brother, don't you know me and your mama went out on the town last night? What did you say? What happened to you? Man, I just gave your mama a piggyback ride and she weighs twice as much as I do. Going on. We wanted to let you know we was going to warm up a little different tonight. We are the People know who's gonna win state, right? Right. 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 right? Greek mythology, the Titans were greater even than the gods. We're gonna change the way we run. They ruled their universe with absolute power. We're gonna change the way we block. For that football field out there tonight, that's our universe. We're gonna change the way we win. You don't let anything, nothing, come between us. We are changed. trailer sucks we'll just get it out of the way this is an old trailer yeah i like more jerry bruckheimer movies than i should i think that's true i think you've got an issue there it's true something to explore yeah maybe the gnomes like you know they just like bombast sometimes you just like yeah you just want a big spectacle yeah they like bombast this is a little bit of a they want a lower key toils pulling the lever jerry bruckheimer (laughs) and you get to see a young ryan gosling the gods, like. the young gods, before he got all fresh from the Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> yeah, before he hit puberty, and grew. Um, because Jason loves baseball so much, I had to pick uh, my favorite baseball movie. You do love this fucking movie. You've mentioned it before. Yeah, we've done this two hundred and one fucking no, times. I don't we're think out we've of done sports movies. I think we have. I think we probably did this and picked Maybe the exact so. same three fucking Maybe movies so. already. I know I've talked about Raging Bull before. Yeah, I know you have as well. I don't. I feel like we've talked Friant Lights. I'm really am glad that you didn't do the Boogie Miles scene because I think I would have legitimately. <laughs> anyway, Bull Durham, Ron Shelton, uh, who also went on to make the amazing. <laughs> Tin we should just turn our heads and yeah. do this scene. Uh, Tin Cup way. and White Men Can't Jump. Uh, another both his whole deal is I do sports movies. Yeah, um, he was a minor league baseball player, and uh, 
it's based this on movie. This partially in his experience. Yeah. Um, so, Ebby Calvin, Crash Lelouch, played by Tim Robbins, and... God, even knowing I was going <laughs> to fuck it up, I still fucked up. Old man. Crash Davis, who's uh, played by Kevin Costner and is set to break the minor league record for home runs, which is a somewhat a dubious honor because it indicates how much time how he's been How long he's been in the, been in the, in the minors. Yeah. Um, so he is a journeyman catcher who is brought along to tutor the, the young, young hotshot. Um, and it's also got the great Trey Wilson and Robert Wool who eat some scenes. Robert Wool's the worst. Um, so this, And it's got the great Susan Sarandon. Sarandon, where they met. I can't remember who it is, but somebody always calls Tim Robbins when this movie's on and says, Kevin Costner's about to have sex with your wife. <laughs> That's horrible. That's it's some awful. friend of theirs. I can't remember who it is. Um, but anyway, I like this movie. This is a clip or uh, Yeah, it's a clip trailer. of Trey Wilson gone too soon from this world. Uh, he was ready to play um, what's Albert Finney's role in uh, he's Leo. He was going to be Leo in Miller's Crossing. Uh, but then he died. Wow. So, and that would have been a weird casting choice, I think. Anyway, let's see Trey Wilson tell you what life is like in minor league baseball. Hell of a shot. Sorry, I got wasted. I don't know what to do with these guys. I beg, I plead, I try to be a nice guy. I'm a nice guy, but I don't. Huh? They're kids. Scare them. So those are some of our favorite, more or less, sports movies. Uh, let's see how many times Space Jam makes the Adult Swim Facebook mm. picks. Zero. Oh, God. Pretty rough, though. Slapshot's great. Yeah. Big Lebowski's great, although kind of calling that a sports movie is a big stretch. Yeah. Uh, but the first three, not so great. 
Yeah, I mean, you could just do the Adam Sandler Lana The Adam Sandler uh, a man-child oeuvre. Yeah, <laughs> like, just, just have it be an all-Adam Sandler, all-Sandler category all the time. Has he not done a a hockey movie? Well, he's a hockey player in... Um, oh, right, that's right, in Happy Gilmore. Yeah. That's what his unconventional swing has Shitty choices, Adult Swim. Shitty uh, choices. Let's see how Toonami Facebook redeems itself. Or not. Sandlot. Yeah. Jesus. Another... Hey, remember Titans? Yeah, well, your, your taste is... A league of their own, also. League of their own, yeah, I enjoy, sure. actually. Yeah. Um, and Rocky, of course, is Rocky. Sure. The Sandlot. Man, what is it with millennials and the fucking Sandlot? Like... What? How did they all see that movie at the right moment to not recognize that it's not a good movie mm-hmm. and then fall in love with it to the point where they just still talk about the fucking Sandlot, which was a straight-to-video piece of shit. It's yeah, I so it. crazy. I've seen it, too. It's terrible. Mm-hmm. Millennials. I don't get it. Um, so, is that the title of your new book? <laughs> no, no, no. No, I love millennials. You're great. All of you are great. I don't understand your movie choices at all. I don't understand Space Jam, Ninja Turtles, or fucking Sandlots. But I, I understand mean, you're great people, and I love working and being around. Yeah, we are asking for a very narrow range. So it's not what's the greatest movie ever made, Sandlot. <laughs> it's but we're saying what's one of the best sports movies ever made, right. and they're saying Sandlot. I'm not. That's fucked up. Just, Let's move on. Let's move on before I embarrass myself. Okay. Further. Go ahead. Get them levers going. We're going to cut to the sneak peek. Come on, gnomes. It's our sneak peek time, which is almost going to be apology time. I picture like, what's the Pixar movie about the emotions? Oh, um, inside. Inside, a picture in your head. It's like that, but it's just a council of gnomes. Do the gnomes have different personalities, or is it all the same? Yeah, they have different personalities. There's like a crabby one from when he in a bad mood. Is that what I look like when I'm in a bad yeah. mood? Yeah, I'm in a bad mood. Do I talk like that, too? Uh, to me, you probably don't talk like that to yourself. Right. Let's see the uh, topical for Dragon Ball Super <laughs> this Saturday night at 11. Next, all new episode of Dragon Ball Super. I knew I was right about you. I've been waiting to face such a worthy foe. Dragon Ball Super, Saturday at 11 on Adult Swim. That's intense. And uh, had a little bit of an oopsie daisy <laughs> last week's <laughs> Toonami broadcast. Fingers crossed that um, that will not happen again. So we didn't personally do anything wrong. So we did our jobs. We're going to wash our hands of that situation. But the overall organization had some issues getting getting right. to market with our goods. So our answer to that is we're going to re-air episode 6. Correct. And we're going to air episode 7. And 8. And, and an eight. hour long. We're, this week, week is 6. Then the next, next week, week is 7, is seven and, eight. and 8. Okay. Um, so here's a promo so again. This is the topical again for what was originally last week's sword art online alicization which is now this week's sword art online alicization at 12 30 
on the next Sword Art Online Alicization. Were you lying when you said you could save him? Is he alive? Sword Art Online Alicization. Saturday at 12.30. Only Toonami on Adult Swim. A long time. So, big money, no way means. Uh, let's hope <laughs> against hope that we don't yeah. screw it up. Well, we know we're not going to. Well, we, we're going to screw different. The collective things up, we but, meaning our network. Yes. Uh, and then, lastly, is a new uh, music video that Jonathan Ray, Toonami editor uh, extraordinaire, cut together. Um, and I think I made one note, so I'm going to say we did it together. Um, Good job. And I, we decided to entitle it "Stay True to Yourself." Uh, so let's check that out. And this actually is a sneak peek. No one's seen this before now, except for me. We humans, we're all the same. Every last one of us. For some, it's drinking. For some, even religion. Family, dreams, power. All of us had to spend our lives drunk on something. Else we'd have no cause to keep pushing on. What is it you really want to do with your life? What to do? I've had this dream. Something to prove since I was a child. If this dream of yours comes true, what will you do then? I don't know. There's an appeal to living free, not being held down by anything. I want to believe. Believe that my faith in myself is real. Such power from someone so small on the inside. She's a beast. Here I come! I want to keep going. I can still fight. I'll become a hero. Fight with all your passion. Hard work will never betray you. Just remember. 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 Stay true to yourself. Nice job, Johnny. Always great. Always great. And then finally, we have this week's Adult Swim single. Uh, We are up to track number 31. Where does the time go? Out of a potential 52. Uh, We're going every week for a year. Uh, releasing at least one a week. And so this week's track was by the great Pig Destroyer grindcore band that I love. You should have worn your Pug Destroyer shirt. I know, I do have a Pig Destroyer shirt where all proceeds went to a charity that saves pugs and it says Pug Destroyer and people will see it and be like, you want to destroy pugs? Like they don't, you know, get it. So I don't wear it as much. Uh, But anyway, the song is called Cameraman and it's a terrific uh, grindcore jam. Let's check that out. You can hear that as well as the other 30 singles we've released at adultswim.com slash singles. Come back next week, usually on Wednesday around noon for next week's single release. And that's it. Stick, stick around. You'll see. That's the ball game. These two same assholes. You really got to like us a lot, but there's another hour of us playing a video game after this shit. Yeah. So if you got nothing else going on, like nothing. It couldn't be worse Stick than Stick around. Any, yeah, it can't be That'd worse be than anything else that we stream, so check it out. I'll be sitting in this chair. Yep. I'll be sitting in this one. 
That's the same dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'm wearing the same shirt, but it's pretty... It's pretty it close, might, man. It might be yeah, the same it's one. It's pretty close. If not, you won't even be able to tell the difference. Yeah. No. We'll see you. Bye. Tsunami. Every Saturday night from 11 to 4.